Located at the top of Wisconsin, Bayfield County is considered by many of the locals to be the wild side of the dairy state. This is a place of majestic beauty with national treasures that include the Apostle Islands, the natural wonders of its sea caves, and rugged sandstone cliffs that frame the clear waters of Lake Superior. This is Bayfield County Wild. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Nancy Christopher. And I'm Mary Motif, Director of Bayfield County Tourism. If you are a frequent listener of Bayfield County Wild, you know that we love to talk about food. Oh, yeah. Which is one of the best ways to experience the local culture. We thought it would be fun to talk about some of the culinary experiences you can savor in Bayfield County. So how would you describe the food culture here? Hmm. I'm going to have to say eclectic. Okay. You know, we have so much... um, amazing local food up here with our orchards and farms. We have something like 27 farms just in the Bayfield County immediate area. And so with all of those fresh local ingredients, all of the menus at the restaurants, regardless of the type of food that they make, the focus so many times is on those fresh local ingredients. And so that farm-to-table philosophy is really behind a lot of our culinary experiences up here. And then we also have, of course, Lake Superior and almost a thousand inland lakes. So we have uh, a lot of fresh fish. That's a a great pool to choose from, right? (laughs) It is, it is. And you don't really have fast food restaurants up here. Actually, that is a very good point. We have very, very few fast food restaurants, like I think two in the entire county. You know, we have an A&W and I think we have a Subway. And beyond that, it is all locally owned and operated. You know, we're kind of spoiled in one way because it's not just easy to run and pick up some fast food somewhere. We actually are forced to take a moment and spend a little time thinking about our food and, you know, the tough choices between, you know, which fish fry or which oven-fired pizza you want that evening. But it's got to be a lot healthier. And I'm sure it's by design that you don't have as many fast food restaurants in Bayfield County. Absolutely. So one of the reasons that those of us who live here do is because we're so connected to the land and our surroundings and the natural resources that we have and the bounty Uh, of the county. (laughs) So we really enjoy the fact that uh, there aren't fast food choices handy. And that helps us make healthier choices for sure. So what food is considered local to the area? So, you know, we talked a little bit about fresh fish and then the local farms. So getting a little bit more in detail about the local farms and what they have to offer. There we have everything from greens to root vegetables in the winter to berries and apples So fruits and vegetables are huge. And then we also have some local meat producers in the area. And so we have, you know, steer, we have hogs, and those are locally produced meats. And so many of those are, uh, again, farm to table. They're selling directly to the restaurants. And then we also have a sheep farm that produces cheese locally. And so all of those ingredients are really directly shipped to the restaurants as well as you know some of them do ship out of the area in wholesale to stores and other restaurants outside of the area. But that's got to be really nice for the local chefs they must love that. Absolutely I mean what a chance to uh, express your creativity through your 
your menu, having those fresh ingredients. You know, down in a place like Madison or somewhere else where they have big farmer's markets, you know, you hear about the chefs getting there early and picking their ingredients and then basing their menus off of that. Well, you know, we're lucky in the sense that they don't have to wait for the farmer's markets every week. They're just dealing directly with these local farmers and owners directly. And so the ingredients are constantly changing over and and the menus are too then. And the catch of the day is seriously just that, the catch that day. Literally, yes. (laughs) Most, you know, most of the year, I would say you can get absolutely fresh fish. There are times between seasons and things like that where it might be frozen, but honestly, the way that you can freeze fish now, even now when you have to freeze fish with the with the methods that they have, like flash freezing, um, it still is a really excellent quality. So what about ethnic influences? What nationalities are represented? We have lots of Norwegians. That makes sense. Yes. (laughs) And so you do see that coming out in some of the menus. And actually, you see that a lot in bakery items. Um, So you'll find some things that are maybe not something you would think that you would find in northern Wisconsin. At certain times of the year, you can find lutefisk being served at some of these uh, church dinners and things like that in the area. You've got to be Norwegian to eat that. Absolutely, because I did try it, and I am sorry, but that is just not something I would choose to eat again. (laughs) But there are a lot of people who really enjoy it because they grew up with it, and, you know, it was part of their tradition. Right. And so it brings a memory back along with eating it, I'm sure, that makes you want it. (laughs) So, Mary, where do you think are some of the best places to find the local cuisine? So... Each community has restaurants that have their own specialties. And so, you know, depending on which part of the county you're in, you're going to you're going to find different things. So down in southern Bayfield County in the Cable Namacogan area, there is a place called Garmish USA and they are really focused on traditional German cuisine. And they're going to be bringing in, you know, some of the local ingredients, but their specialty is German cuisine. And so if you're looking for that, it's a wonderful place to go and get some traditional uh, dishes there. And then, you know, there's another place down in the Cable area called the Rookery Pub, where it's more of a just a modern American menu. But again, they're utilizing fresh local ingredients whenever and wherever possible. Their menu changes, again, depending on the seasons. They have something there called a fish unfry. And so instead of the fish fry Fridays that everyone loves, it's a healthier alternative to go and get fish on Friday prepared not in a fried way. So um, they do all sorts of fun and different things there. Uh, another place down there is the um, Rivers Eatery, which is one of the places in Bayfield County that has the wood-fired pizza and really creative pizza toppings. And how creative do they get with pizza toppings? You know, they have different like Thai combinations of Thai oh. flavors on one of them. And you can, of course, pick and choose different things that you want to put on there that's not one of their combinations they have on the menu, but really yummy stuff. And then, you know, if you go to the Iron River area, you have lots of resorts in the area that have restaurants right there, and they have their own specialties. And a couple of them actually have um, barbecue as their specialty. And so there's kind of a little friendly competition that goes on on the lakes there in, in the Iron River area. And in the summertime, people can go from place to place on their boats in the pike chain of lakes and 
barbecue is just a really fun summertime food, especially, it seems. Absolutely. And that sounds like a fun thing to do and yummy. Yes, absolutely. Another um, area where there's a lot of really yummy restaurants is Washburn. Washburn has this one block area downtown that kind of is the hub of the evening nightlife. And uh, they've got the Snug Pub, which is an Irish pub. They do fresh fish, fish fries. And then they also have homemade soups every day and just a very limited menu. And they have scotch eggs. And, you know, so again, different specialties you're going to find at these different restaurants. And then um, Deleuze is um, right next door to that and has these wood-fired pizzas, but with a different flair. It's more traditional Italian influences. And then they always do a pasta special and they serve panini. They do homemade gelato. And then Patsy's, which is a bar slash pub right down the block. It's a pub. So they have pub food, but their pub food is kind of at the next level. So their burgers oftentimes win the best burger in Bayfield County and their fish fry also is this enormous filet of fresh fish and their fries are delicious, their homemade coleslaw, just really, really yummy food. And then they have things like, they call it firecracker shrimp, you know, that has like a little spicy sauce on it and just things that you wouldn't expect at a pub. And then of course, Bayfield has a huge variety of restaurants. Again, lots of fresh fish, but then also bistro food, high-end food, the Rittenhouse Inn with their five-course dinners with the sorbet, you know, to cleanse your palate in between. And you can find pretty much anything that you enjoy up here other than, you know, we don't have fresh lobster. Our fresh seafood is more Inland Lake. Right. I I suppose that's the same for things like scallops and crab. Correct. And, you know, they are, of course, things that will show up on a menu occasionally as a special because they'll fly some in, but it's not a regular menu item. Right. So Mary, I always like to ask people when I'm in a new town or village or city, where do the locals like to hang out and eat? So that's, again, going to vary depending on the community that you're in. But the best way to find that out is to look at where all the cars are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because, no, really, because our population is pretty small and spread out. And so you really can tell in a community where is the busy restaurant or business in town by the number of cars parked outside. So look for that. And then also look for the for the community dinners. You know, so you have like the Knights of Columbus and the Lions and groups like that and just the different churches put on harvest dinners and different fundraiser dinners throughout the year. Herbster has um, an annual smelt fry. Those are places where you are going to get some of the best food because people who are making it are making it with love. They're making it with passion and they're using a lot of those fresh and local ingredients in what they're doing. And you'll find some of the best food that you'll eat there. You know, you mentioned a little bit earlier about the old Rittenhouse Inn in Bayfield. They have an amazing food tradition that's been around for nearly 50 years. And when we come back, Mary, you're going to meet up with the owner, Mark Phillips, to talk about the wassail lunch and dinner concerts. So stay with us. Looking for a unique adventure? Stay at one of Bayfield County's rustic and cozy yurts located near the towns of Bayfield and Cable and enjoy all that nature has to offer. Explore thousands of acres of Bayfield County forest and enjoy endless miles of exceptionally maintained, non-motorized recreational trails. Prepare to relax, unwind, and explore the wonders of the Northwoods and then gather around the fire for a quiet evening with the sounds of the forest and a view of the stars surrounding you. These yurts are very popular, so book early. Reserve one at Airbnb or email yurts at Bayfield. 
fairfieldcounty.org with questions. Welcome back. Wassail was an old English greeting that was given as a toast to good health and prosperity during the holidays. The old Rittenhouse Inn started its own wassail concert tradition back in 1975. And here to tell us more about this unique food and music experience is the owner, Mark Phillips. Mark, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us more about the history of wassail? Yes, my parents were both music teachers in Madison before moving to Bayfield and starting the Rittenhouse Inn. And so, of course, during the holiday time, they were always very busy putting on all sorts of musical events in Madison, choir and and all sorts of things. And so they thought uh, that moving here, they would have a nice, quiet Christmas and not be so busy for the first time in years. But instead, they were sad and lonely because there was no music. So they decided right then and there that they were going to start a dinner concert with holiday music and gourmet food and decorate the inn to the nines and get a huge Christmas tree in the foyer and all of those things. So that was their first wassail concert, and it's grown from there. What does wassail mean? Well, technically it means we hail or hello, and it was used as uh, an old English greeting to friends and neighbors. It then became used during the holiday season when people would get together to go caroling, and they would have a wassail bowl filled with wassail punch. Ooh, sounds delicious. (laughs) Yes, and they would carry that along and drink from the bowl as they went from house to house. So we actually have a wassail punch also that we serve that's actually Bayfield apple cider with spices and bourbon. Ooh, so what can people expect when they come to a wassail concert? Well, it's a unique experience, I think, as far as a concert, because most times you go to a concert and you're sitting in an audience and you're watching someone on a stage. And in this case, you're sitting at a dinner table being served a fabulous meal and surrounded by the entertainment. And they literally walk through the dining rooms and sing in and amongst the guests. And so it's very immersive. What type of music is it that's being performed? Well, a lot of the songs are, you know, I guess what I would say public domain, um, traditional, wonderful old carols arranged by the best arrangers. But my dad is always adding more material every year, and I I see his singers kind of roll their eyes a little bit every time the first practice, (laughs) because here he has 12 new songs that he wants to do. So he spends all year kind of selecting music. So along with the music, are there any other theatrics involved? Uh, There definitely are some moments, and that kind of changes from year to year. But uh, some of the things that really uh, kind of are always part of it is the boar's head. And that makes an appearance just before the entrees are served. And there's a funny song that goes along with that. And if we can convince the person carrying the boar's head to stick an apple in their mouth, we (laughs) will. Nice. Can you tell us a little bit about the menu, how it's developed, and if it changes every year? Well, it does change every year, I think. You know, we do, basically for the luncheon concerts, it's a three-course meal, so they'll start with a salad and uh, usually something, you know, real colorful and kind of festive. And then uh, entrees, they'll have a choice. And we try to have fresh local fish always as a choice. Roast pork with an apple cider marmalade glaze or perhaps, uh, you know, a champagne chicken or something. And then they'll also have a choice of desserts as well. 
And then for the dinner concerts, uh, we add a soup course, have the salad, a sorbet, entrees, and desserts. So five courses, and it's a little longer. The show's a little longer, and I think a little more dramatic at night, too, with the darkness and the lights and all that. Okay. So that sounds delicious. I'm getting hungry listening to you here. What about drinks? You talked about the wassail punch that Mm -hmm. you offer. Do you do any other holiday drink specials? We do. My dear Aunt Julie, who's been with us 30-plus years, uh, is something of a mixologist. So she has a number of custom cocktails for the season. I know one of them is called Santa Baby. (laughs) That's awesome. I have actually experienced some of her cocktails, and I can attest to her skills. What's the time frame that someone can expect for a a dinner concert versus a lunch concert? Well, dinner concerts start at 6.30 p.m. And usually, you know, we're trying to be wrapped up by 9 o'clock. Sometimes they just don't want to stop singing because they're having so much fun <laughs> and people are joining in and they kind of carol together at the end and stuff. So. Nice. And then a little shorter, you said, for the lunch? Yeah, those typically take about an hour and a half to two hours. What is your favorite part of a wassail? Well, for me, it's kind of more nostalgic uh, because being a little kid and growing up here in this house, I remember the singing coming up through the floorboards up to my room on the top of the inn. Um, So I just get real nostalgic when I hear certain songs. But I really do love how it brings together our community. And it's just kind of an anti-commercial Christmas. It just feels really authentic. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to share about uh, Wasail or any of the other events that you have here at the Inn? Well, just that this is the season for us. We do a a fall brew weekend, a, a wine weekend. We're open for Thanksgiving. And then we go right into the concerts starting uh, November 30th and going through December 22nd. We have 13 shows going during that time. And then we'll take a little break for Christmas and we'll be right back for our New Year's Eve celebrations and looking ahead to some more wine weekends in the winter. I forgot to ask, do you need to make a reservation for the Wasails? Yes, Wasails are a ticketed event, so call us uh, at our toll-free number or at 715-779-5111, and we can get reservations made for that. Do you ever add concerts if you get all filled up? We have done that. Uh, Last year, we sold out every show, and we were kind of, you know, boy, we wish we had done a few more. So this year we had scheduled 10, and we sold out a couple right away, so we added three more. Very good. So where's the best place to learn more about this Bayfield tradition? Well, you can find uh, information on our website, uh, rittenhouseinn.com, or our Facebook page also has an events section with lots of the dates and all of that in there. Excellent. Thank you again for joining me today, Mark. Thank you so much, Mary. Appreciate it. So next up, Nancy and I are back at the Bayfield County Wild Studios to talk about all the events we're thankful for this November, so don't go away. Looking for a comfortable stay at an affordable price? Tri-Lake Timbers in Iron River has a variety of beautiful cabins with access to snowmobile, ATV, and hiking trails galore. In the summer, relax on the swimming beach or rent a pontoon or fishing boat and get out on the water. Tri-Lake Timbers has 103 acres bordering the Shawamagon Nicolay National Forest with free Wi-Fi at the lodge and a playground for the kids. Make your reservations today at trilaketimbers.com. Welcome back to Bayfield County Wild. Mary, you've been to a wassail concert, right? I have. So what's it like from your perspective? 
you know, it was really amazing. It, I want to say it was kind of magical because it just puts you in the holiday spirit. And the food is amazing and the concert is amazing. And it's just a really, really awesome experience. I would highly recommend it. Yeah. And we should also mention again that you need to make reservations. Everybody goes to this and it looks like there's a lot of shows already sold out. Okay, Mary, so tell us what's happening this month in Bayfield County. Sure. Um, lots of fun things happening in the month of November. It kicks off right away with another Rittenhouse in event called Red Wine Weekend. It's a wine tasting reception, a wine tasting seminar, and a six-course red wine dinner. And you can do bits and pieces of that if you want. Also, that same opening weekend of November we have the Aurora Summit, which is a weekend featuring workshops, panel discussions, and other opportunities to hear from international celebrities in the Aurora chasing and storm chasing world. So we've got scientists, photographers, artists, storytellers coming to Washburn for this summit at the Harborview Events Center. And it's the first time that they're going to be in this location. I think it's their third annual summit and they have like 12 different states and two countries represented. So that's a really cool opportunity to get together with fellow Aurora Borealis lovers to chat about that. Yeah, that's really cool. The next weekend, we've got the Big Water Film Festival, and they're actually doing it in four different locations throughout the three days. And so they're going to have a film block up in Bayfield, another block of films down in Drummond, a block in Washburn, and more in Ashland. And so lots of great opportunities to see some up-and-coming filmmakers at that film festival. That weekend, also on November 9th, is a concert at the Cable Community Center, and it's featuring the writings of two of the world's great naturalists, John Muir and Sigurd Olson, intertwined with the music of a trio of prominent local musicians. And that is $20 for that concert. Then we have a show that same weekend again. So this is all the second weekend now at Stage North. And it's called A Cripple's Dance. And it's a live, yeah, it's a live music and dance performance created and performed by people with spinal cord injuries, along with people with able bodies. And it tells, yeah, it tells the story of how to hold the acceptance of one's injury and hope for a life beyond one's injury in the same hand. And it sounds like it would be extremely moving. I'm really intrigued by that. And then the Artists Squared Gallery has a show that starts in mid-November and goes all the way through December 25th. And it features um, fine arts and crafts, which of course is perfect for gift giving. And just along with that, I'll mention that we have so many other wonderful galleries also in the area that aren't necessarily having a show, but have wonderful, wonderful art available for purchase for your holiday shopping needs. And then of course comes Thanksgiving and lots of Thanksgiving dinner specials at our area restaurants. And so if you don't feel like cooking, come to Bayfield County and come <laughs> come have Thanksgiving dinner here at one of our great restaurants. And then of course we have the West dinner concerts that start at the end of the month, November 30th. And November 30th also is the date of the Port Wing Christmas Bazaar. So it starts to be bazaar season. We have so many of these in the area where a lot of local artists who don't maybe do that for a living, but do it as a hobby, will come together and sell their goods at a bazaar. And so this one is taking place up in Port Wing 
on November 30th and look for more to come. Okay. Well, those holidays are right around the corner, aren't they? (laughs) They are. Did we miss anything? Well, you know, there's always the ongoing opportunities for fun in Bayfield County, even if it's not through an event. And not all of the events were mentioned here on this episode. So do be sure to check out our website at TravelBayfieldCounty.com and our Facebook page for more details and things that pop up that we find out about maybe as it gets closer. Um, We always keep adding things as we find them. So what are we going to talk about next month? So next month, we are going to interview Beau Belanger with South Shore Brewery and Tap House. Is this a new brewery? It is not. Beau has been uh, brewing for quite a few years now, but he did recently open the Tap House in Washburn when he expanded a few years ago. They have some fun events that they host there, and Beau's going to tell us all about what it's like to be a craft brewer. Okay, well, we'll look forward to that. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Mary. You're welcome. And to everyone listening, if you like what you've heard, please take a moment to share, review, and subscribe to Bayfield County Wild. If there's anything you'd like to know about today's episode, we'll have the links and resources available in our show notes. And on behalf of Mary and myself, thank you for listening to Bayfield County Wild. Bye-bye.